Hey guys, for the last time this semester, welcome back. I don't know if I'm excited or a little sad. Last one for the semester. I think both. We've been on a roll. I'm Steve Shattuck. I'm Kaylin Biggs. And this is? College on the Mind. Well, Kaylin, how many of these have we knocked out? Like So many. Nine or ten? Yeah. Amazing. Semester's coming to an end. <laughs> yes, it is. It's exam week. Oh, <laughs> the most dreaded week of them all. Yep. So what did we learn this semester? Through this podcast. Oh, through the podcast. Yeah. So much that I need to be more studious, at least from Maisie. <laughs> I need to start studying before class. I feel like that would definitely help me out. I think everyone could learn a lot from Maisie's study habits. Yeah. Yeah. She's something else. And we just have amazing students here. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, they have accomplished so much in such little time that they have been here. And then we have so many opportunities. It's amazing. It is. It's great hearing them talk about how excited they are about where they are currently in life here at mm -hmm. OU and like where they're going. Yeah. How they got here. Yep. I think something else that I learned this semester is like, yes, we have phenomenal students. They do incredible things. They're high achieving, but it doesn't come easy. They have mm -mm. to work really hard to get the results they get. They do work really hard. They're willing to work really hard. They don't see it as a negative. Mm -hmm. They expect to work hard. They're okay with working hard. And I think that's a good message to get out to as wide an audience as possible. Mm -hmm. And it takes a really good support system. I mean, not having your family here, and there are a lot that still have their family supporting them, but the friends that they've found to study with, the professors that they have that help them out. So true. None of these kids feel alone here. They make friends, they make connections, they form study groups. When you're getting uh, knocked down, yeah, that's tough, but when you're getting knocked down with a friend, you can help each other up right. and uh, still make a lot of progress. And great professors like you that hold study sessions, or not just study sessions, but final study session with pizza and volleyball and golf. I mean... Well, if the kids demand it, I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta make do on it. So if they want it, I'll try to make it happen. Do you want to <laughs> expand on what you did for them this weekend? I invited a bunch of my students out to play volleyball. On Saturday morning, we had an incredible volleyball match that was very competitive. I think it was like 27-25 was the first match, and then it was like 25-23, and then 25-22. Wow. If you know like volleyball scoring, it goes to 25, you've got to win by two. So we played the best of three. It was really fun and exciting. The kids want to keep doing it now as, mm -hmm. a, as a regular activity. Do you so, lose? Of course not. Oh. You won the whole thing? Of course. But I had great teammates oh. helping me out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just me. Six on six. Right. So good. everyone had a good time, and it was a lot of fun. And then later that night, we had a huge study session. I had over 100 kids show up in pre-calculus, Calc 1, and Calc 2. Just your students. Just my students, yep. Crazy yeah. numbers. 100, over 100. That was definitely broke a record for the end of semester uh, study session. I mean, there's no way you fit them all in the same room. We actually did. What? Yes. It was it was crazy. But I had to like kind of organize the room a little bit. We brought some extra tables in. Wow. Yeah. From the lobby. Yeah. So we had a bunch of kids sitting at those tables. We had kids working at the whiteboards. Not everyone was on the whiteboard. I Not assume. everyone, but we only had 80 some odd desks in there. So we had the extra tables. We had the whiteboards. So some people were standing the whole time eating their pizza and working on math problems. So <laughs> we all had a good time. Good. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the semester. So this is the last one for this semester, but this is not going to be our last podcast, of course. Exciting news. Yeah. We will be back. By popular demand. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting pressure to keep this train rolling. So 
what we're going to do exactly, if we're going to modify it or emphasize other things more than we have this semester, we don't know the answers to those questions yet, but we do know we're going to be back. If you guys have suggestions, let us know. Yes. How would they do that? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Send us a message. We, college on the mind. College on the mind. <laughs> Interesting, our last episode was with a parent. That was our first parent. Right. So we've done a lot of college students, second years, some third and fourth years, maybe even a fifth year or two. We did a parent, but there's a lot of other people out there with college on the mind. We got to find them. We got to figure out what they're thinking, what kind of knowledge they have to share with our audience. And like Kaylin said, you've got ideas. We want to hear them. And today... We are talking with Elena McRoberts. She's a second year studying mechanical engineering here at Ohio University and Russ College. She has an interesting story, just like everyone we've talked to. She is someone who is incredibly positive, and I can't wait to hear what she's going to share with us. Let's get into the interview. All right. Hi, Elena. Hi. So glad you're here. I'm Thank happy you. to be here. <laughs> All right. So we usually start these discussions off with you telling us who you are, where you're from, family stuff. Take it away. I'm Elena. I'm from Minford, Ohio, which is a very small town at probably the most southern part of Ohio as you can get. Like We're right along the river, like 30 minutes from Kentucky, an hour from West Virginia. And my family's really close-knit, and everyone was pretty much raised there. Everyone pretty much lives there, except I have family in Alabama. But for the most part, everyone's southern Ohio. Everyone goes to school like near each other. And my whole dad's side of the family, we all went to the same high school. So it's kind of just like born there, raised there. And I'm in the National Guard because I do have family and military background. So I decided to join when I was a junior in high school. And then I decided to go to OU. And now I'm here. Nice. Brothers, sisters. I have two little sisters. Alex is 15 and Dylan is 12. Nice. Do they miss you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you miss them? Yeah. (laughs) Because they're in Alabama. So they're part of the extended family that lives there. Okay. So you don't see them very often. I see them a lot, just kind of sprinkled throughout the year, but uh-huh. it's never like set times that I see them. But I do see them quite a bit. How old were they again? 12 and? 15. 12 and 15. Alex is almost 16, so we're all kind of like stair-stepped in age. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Okay, you went to Minford High School? Yes. All right, so you, you joined ROTC as a junior? I joined the national, the Ohio Army National Guard as a junior. And what did that mean? So for me, it was just, they were like, well, we'll pay for your school. And I had a friend that was in it. And I was like, okay, well, if she can do it, I can do it. So when you join as a junior, you're a split option. So you go to basic training in between your junior and senior year, like that whole summer. You give up your summer. Yeah. Okay, go on. Well, I left like at the beginning of June and I went all summer and I got home five days before senior year started. Wow. And I went to my senior year and like. I was there with all my friends and everything was great. And then at the end of your senior year, you go to your job training or your advanced individual training, which is AIT. And I had to go to Oklahoma for that because whatever your job is, that's where it kind of determines where you go because every base is for different things. Mm -hmm. So I had to go to Oklahoma to Fort Sill. I think I got there at the end of June and I was there almost halfway through September. And then I came to college. 
you started your freshman fall semester. You started that a little late. Yes. That's like a little awkward. Five <laughs> weeks late. <laughs> we'll come to that. Let's go back to high school. Okay. So that decision to join the National Guard, was that like a difficult decision or like, like um, knowing you're going to be leaving and you're not going to have your summer? Like, Well, when I joined, it was kind of just like my friend, she did it and her name is Olivia. And she was like, well, yeah, I can take you to the recruiter. Like, we can go talk to him. I was like, okay. So I went and talked to him. And he's told me, like, they pay for your school. And you get benefits. And it's fun. And it's not, he was like, it's not hard. Like, you can do it. I was like, okay, well, if you're telling me, I can do it. And then it just became a personal thing. So I was like, well, my family's done it. And if they can do it, I can probably do it. Mm -hmm. At that point, I was just so ready. And all I wanted to do was go. It wasn't until I was about to leave for basic that I was sad. And I was like, oh, this is, this sucks. Like, I'm going to miss a lot of the beginning of senior year stuff and that's when I got sad about it but then after I did it and I proved that I could do it for myself I felt so much better and I was like okay I don't even care (laughs) that is nice did you get a lot of support from your family too at first my dad he was really scared he was like why would you do that like you don't have to do that we'll pay for school you don't have to I was like no I just want to and he did not like that and he got mad at my mom and he's like it's your fault you were in the army so it was just funny after I did it then he was just happy about it and he thought it was so great and then the rest of the family they're just like okay go have fun was it like that was it just fun (laughs) well I had a lot of fun because in the summer most split up groups that go like everybody's in high school so it's everybody in high school going to live their army dream that they want so bad so everybody just was the same age pretty much and it was just more fun that way (laughs) but it was really hard I was gonna say it sounds like summer camp It felt like summer camp sometimes. We just got in trouble for dumb stuff. (laughs) That's crazy because I've heard it's really difficult and a lot of people struggle. So you saying that it was all fun and (laughs) it just was a little surprising. I have fun in most situations. (laughs) True. Like I I feel like I can have fun almost anywhere I go. I met like one of my best friends. Her name's Marley. I met her there because she was from West Virginia. I was like, okay, we're actually a lot closer in like area than I thought we were. And so we clicked like that. Like she made it a lot better. And then the worst part was just the mental aspect. It's like, oh, I'm missing out on things at home. Oh, I haven't talked to anybody in a couple of weeks. Oh, I wonder what this person's up to. That's the only time it got sad. But then other than that, it was kind of just you go through the motions of every day, which wasn't that bad. And we're talking like the first summer before your high school senior year. Yes. Where you had basic training. She is a couple of years removed from that. So some of the may- maybe worst aspects you've kind of forgotten a little yeah, bit. Probably. And you're remembering just the good stuff. Yeah, I just re- I choose to remember the good stuff. Because all good. the bad stuff, like it wasn't as hard physically as you think it would be. Uh-huh. Like I think the most we ever ran was two and a half miles. But I'm sure it's different because people always talk about old army and new army. So I think I got the brighter end of the new army. I don't know. The old army is <laughs> uphill both ways. Yeah. With but, a, like a 50 pound backpack. Yeah. <laughs> but we still do the 50 pound backpack and all that. It's just, just not uphill both ways. Not all the time. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So yeah. then going into your senior year, did you, did you know you were definitely doing college and like that was no doubt? Yes. Like college was always on my agenda because I did the dual enrollment during high school. I had credits from dual enrollment and I did dual enrollment my junior and senior year and I think sophomore year because that's when COVID happened and college was still happening but then high school was kind of just you know shut down. What is dual enrollment? It's like the college credit plus so you do your high school classes and your college classes and you get credit for both. So then when I came to college I had some credits which uh-huh. was really nice. And like high school like your junior year and senior year what kind of high school student were you? 
I feel like I was very outgoing because I just I get along with most people and I like to be around people a lot. And my high school was really small. Like I said, small town, like everybody knows everybody kind of deal. So it's like I still have friends that are right now they're juniors, but I met them my senior year and I became friends with them when they were freshmen. Uh I was just very outgoing with people, I feel like. Uh Any of those friends that are younger than you, are they going to follow in your footsteps? As and far come as, to OU. And, come to, and just do the uh, Army experience that you've had and come to OU. A lot of like people that. always talk about, they're like, oh, that sounds so cool and I'd love to do that. But then parents don't like the idea and, you know, parents can really easily talk their kids out of things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they're like, no, you don't want to do that. Because there's always like chances of being deployed overseas and stuff. That scares people. Could you still be? When I graduate college, yes. Until I joined ROTC, I could have been. But I, I wasn't. So uh-huh. then that's when I came to school late and I joined ROTC. So how did you decide on OU? I have family that went here. My aunt and uncle, they both went here for their master's degrees. And I had a cousin that went here. They came here for their master's degrees. I think I was in eighth or ninth grade. Mm-hmm. That's when they graduated from here. And then when I was looking at colleges, I knew I didn't want to stay at our college at home because I feel like a lot of people at home do that. And I just wanted to go somewhere. I was like, that just seems so much more fun to go somewhere. And I knew I didn't want to be a nurse or a teacher or a plastics engineer. So I was like, okay, or study business. I was like, I have to go somewhere. That's what it felt like Uh at least. And so then I was like, mom, let's go tour OU. And she came up from Alabama. I forget what was going on, but she was up and she was like, all right, let's go. So then we came up here for a tour. I was like, oh, I have to go. I have to come here. What what about the experience made you think that? I don't know. It's just like you step on campus and I was like, it's small and it's just so pretty. I just felt like my vibe. I don't know. (laughs) And I had come here with two of my friends in the fall also. And we had just wandered around. I was so lost. Like I was so confused. And I thought college green was the biggest thing ever. I was like, I'm so lost and so confused where we're at right now. But just even walking around then, I was like, oh, I want to go here. And then my mom came up and we toured again and actually did a tour with a person. I was like, this is great. Like, I have to go here. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the first person we've heard that from. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as you step on campus, it's like you fall It's just you just know. Yeah. I I got here and my mom, like, we're pulling up on Richland Avenue. And Uh I was like, wow. (laughs) Like, I felt like it was Christmas. So you obviously applied to OU. Did you apply a few other places? Yes, I applied to Miami of Ohio, mm-hmm. and then Ohio State, the college at home, of course, and then here. I think that was all I applied to, because uh-huh. it was like I knew I had to be in Ohio, because the guard, they only pay for an Ohio school, mm-hmm. and then I knew I wanted to go somewhere. And then at Ohio State, I got into a branch campus, and I was like, I'm not doing a branch campus, because that just doesn't seem as fun. Right. And then one of my friends, he was from the branch campus area and he was like, don't go there. I was like, okay, not planning on it. <laughs> I won't go there. And so then when I got into OU, I got the email when I was at one of my friend's house. I was like, oh my gosh. And it had the confetti. It just felt right. <laughs> Little email with the confetti. I was like, I have to, I love that. Now, what are you studying here? Mechanical engineering. Tell the story. How did that come about? Well, I knew math was involved, and I've always just been kind of more of a math person, which is weird because in middle school, math made me cry. You see the jokes about kids that would cry with their dad at the table uh-huh. about doing homework, like math homework? Uh-huh. That was me. Because my dad, like, he knows math, and he'd uh-huh. be like, just learn. And I was like, I'm trying. <laughs> but I, I knew math would be involved, and I've always liked to know how stuff works, which might just sound weird or generic about it, but that's I just like to know like how the things work what's going on with what I'm doing. And I like to work with my hands and I'd hate sitting at a desk and just being bored. So it's like, I have to do something that I know that I'll enjoy and I won't get bored with. When do you kind of decide on engineering? 
when my mom and I came here and they do the tour around Stalker Center uh-huh. and we went in the basement and I saw the machining lab and they're like, oh, we make this screw and this vice and you put it all together at the end of the semester and you make it all yourself. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And now I'm actually in that class. So I'm like, wow, that's really <laughs> cool. But I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I think I'll major in mechanical engineering. I thought I would have to do undecided, but then I actually was in the program when I got accepted. So I was like, okay. I'm doing this now. <laughs> That's great. So then when you came freshman year and since you were in mechanical engineering courses, and I'm sure they're not the easiest, was that hard since you did come late? Yes. And since I come late, my mom had to communicate with my advisor and everything on how I could do the least amount of course load just so I would pass and still be at, like in the college. So I only had three classes when I came. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you were starting, like you said, six weeks late. Yes, I was six weeks late. And I had pre-calc, which I hadn't really ever done pre-calc because my school was small that I went to. Like we had a trig class that was dual enrollment, but the trig class, I was like, oh, it'll be like pre-calc. And no, it did not amount to everything we did in pre-calc. And I was so confused on what was going on. And then I had engineering graphics and I think engineering programming. And then I just had my military science classes for ROTC, which they were fine because I had just come from the military uh-huh. stuff. So I was like, oh, that's easy. But then the engineering stuff, I got here and the TAs were confused. They're like, who's this random girl that's coming in? Week six. Yeah. yeah. And then the professor, he's like, oh, you're that girl. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so it's kind of just like, who's this girl that's on our rosters and stuff, but she's not here. Right. And then I finally show up and they're like, oh, that's you. <laughs> and I was just... It was hard just because I was always confused because it was like, oh, you're making this this week. You're running this program this week. I was like, I have never seen a program in my life. I've never touched AutoCAD in my life. (laughs) It had to be super hard. It was, but it turned out okay. Initially, you come week six, you get thrown into a a dorm room. Yes. You've got (laughs) new people all around you, roommates. You've got new classes where the students have already been together for six weeks. You're behind on everything. Yes. (laughs) Talk about like the social aspect of starting It was really awkward. Luckily, one of my cousins, she was here, and my best friend from high school, Samantha, she was here. So I knew they were here, and I was supposed to dorm with them originally. Like, we had all picked out the dorm together in May. We were like, oh, this is great. Well, then I decided to join ROTC, and they were like, oh, well, typically all the cadets live in the convo together. I was like, oh, okay, I'll move into the convo. So I show up to school three days after I got home from Oklahoma. I drove myself up here. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I didn't bring bedding. I was so lost. Like, I just came up with half my clothes. I didn't even bring my army stuff yet because I only live an hour away. Uh So I was like, I can go home for anything. I just wanted to come and see what I was walking into at the convo. Uh And I go in. One of the girls from RTC, she's like, oh, are you new? You're the one that's coming. I was like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, okay, I can take you up to our room because she knew I was going to be their roommate. Okay. And she took me up and I walk in. I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Because you walk in and it's just a quad and there's a bed and everybody has a desk. Like, it's just kind of chaotic when there's girls living together or Uh just in that small room. Mm. I was like, okay. And so I walk in and then she was like, okay, I have to go to lab because they had ROTC lab that day. I was like, what is she talking about? And then she just left because she was in her uniform. She had all her gear. And I was like, okay, bye. And then I'm just standing there in my room that I've just been thrown into. I was like, okay. What did that feel like? I was scared Uh (laughs) and I'm texting my cousin and Samantha and I was like, guys, where are you at? I was like, what's going on? They're like, oh, we're in class right now. 
I was like, okay. I was like, I don't even know what to do with myself. And I'm trying to email one of the ROTC professors, and he's like, yeah, just settle in, get all your stuff. I was like, okay, I brought clothes and a blanket. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much settling in I can do, but okay. So Were you scared? I was so scared. And then I was like, I don't even know when to start going to class. And he was like, as soon as possible. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that makes sense. <laughs> so did you go back that day to, like, get bedding and stuff I like that? I went to that? Walmart, and I bought okay. a blanket and a bed set. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. I don't even have my stuff. Because normally I'm really prepared. And I know, like, what to bring and what to do. But I had no idea. And I thought I was going to be coming into more army type of setting. Like, I was expecting room checks in the dorms. <laughs> <laughs> when you're at basic and AIT, like, you get room checks. So I walk in this dorm, and I was like, well, this isn't getting room checks. <laughs> like, there's no room checks happening in here. <laughs> you thought the bedding was provided. You thought you, I didn't know what right. I thought. Okay. I, just, <laughs> I just came expecting something that didn't happen. And I asked the girl that met me, like, she saw me outside. I was like, do they do room checks? And she was like, what? No. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I was just asking. <laughs> and they were all just like, who's this weird girl that just showed up? It was just, it was odd. And I felt weird because it was like the mutual, who's this weird girl and what is this weird setting type of thing. Because uh-huh. they had all just known that. And then... The first week in the convo, I got really sick. <laughs> oh, no. Just from being all the new people. And I was like, okay, I don't want to live here anymore. And it gets really hot in there. I was like, I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> so then I moved into the room that I was supposed to be in originally with my cousin Avery and Samantha. You did? Yes. I ended up moving out of the convo after <laughs> my first week. And I moved into James because they're right next to each other. And they're like, well, we're worried you won't bond with everybody. I was like, I'll bond. I promise. <laughs> I'll do my best. Wow. What a whirlwind. It I was. Mean, <laughs> starting so late. Yeah. And how did you survive and succeed that first semester? And getting sick and then having to move oh. with starting classes. And yeah. Like- it's not like I had a bunch of stuff that I'd, uh-huh. I brought up originally. So then I was like, after I'd moved in to the room, I was supposed to be in originally in James. Because I had emailed housing. I was like, can I please move to my original room? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And they ROTC approved it. They're like, okay, go, just go be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so once I moved into there, I like had went back home on the weekend and brought up all my stuff. And I got actual bedding from my house. <laughs> so then everything was fine. And then I eventually made the friends in the convo. It took a while, like a lot longer than probably if I would have lived there. But it still happened. Uh-huh. So for like academically, how did you how did you transition and like get the help that you needed since you were so confused and behind? Honestly, I would call my mom a lot and I'd be like, Mom, I don't know what's going on. And she'd be like, Well, just ask the professor. And at that time I had Blake Reagan uh-huh. for pre-calc and I would go to him and I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm so confused. And I think he knew. He tried so hard to help me. But I think it was just the mutual this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was just going from the army to the college setting. It was so different. It was really hard to manage the academic things. And I like I made myself a victim to the, oh, I don't need to go to class today just because I hated going to class and I hated just going and not knowing anybody and just awkwardly sitting there and not having any idea what was going on. So I was barely holding on last fall semester. I eventually spring semester, then I was led in the right direction, and I had went to tutoring, and then everything was better for spring semester. We'll talk more about that. Like you just said, you were barely hanging on. Yeah. Did you have thoughts of giving up? No. I knew coming in that that's how it was going to be. I knew if I was coming in late what I was going into, I'd set myself up for that. But it was all in the scheme of like, okay, I came late. I made that decision to come to school late, so it's on me at this point. 
And I had tried, but my sense of giving up was when I didn't want to go to class. Uh-huh. But then I'd be like, no, I have to go. I never missed pre-calc. I never missed. I was like, okay, if I go to anything, it has to be that. But then in programming and graphics, he didn't take attendance. And then I would try to get some of my friends or the guys I'd met in ROTC that were in the same major. I was like, can you guys help me? And they would try and they'd be like, you don't know what's, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And they tried to help me, but it was just the, I tried to get all the help I could get to the sense of asking the TA a million questions and they would be confused why I didn't get it. By the end of the semester, I cried (laughs) to my mom and I was like, mom, it went so bad. I don't know what to do. And she's like, it's fine. You have next semester. I was like, okay, you're right. So it's just the sense of I wasn't going to give up. I knew I would be able to retake the classes and everything would be okay. Did you have to retake all the classes? No, I just had to retake pre-calc, and then I just decided to take graphics again for a better grade. Uh-huh. Because my advisor said I didn't have to, but I assumed I just should for the sake of everything, my GPA, and just <laughs> so I'd feel better about knowing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so you go home for Christmas, freshman yeah. year, and... It was like a breath of fresh air. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is the most relaxed I've been since last May. Uh-huh. So I was like, I had went to AIT, home for three days, went straight to college. So there was no break. So when I was home for Christmas, then it was just relaxing. <laughs> uh-huh. But then at the end of break, you're getting ready to come back to OU. Mm-hmm. What was that like? I felt better. I was like, okay, I'm starting. I know what I'm doing. But it kind of just felt like your first day of school. I was like, this feels like the first day of school of my college freshman year because I didn't have it. I was just kind of thrown in midway. But then it was like, once I was going to the classes on the first day, it was like, okay, this just feels like everyone else is in the same boat as me now. Uh (laughs) And I'm not in the river floating while everyone else is on the boat long gone. Uh (laughs) (laughs) If you had to do it over again, would you have waited and just started your spring semester? I honestly don't know. In all honesty, I had started late and joined ROTC late. I was supposed to get deployed, but I knew if I got deployed, I wouldn't want to go to college when I came home. Uh-huh. I just knew I wouldn't be as motivated and I would just be like, no, I'll just take an easy route. I'll just wait. I just felt like my mindset would be totally different if I were to go on the deployment. So then that's why I came late. So in all honesty, I don't think I would change the way it happened. Would I have tried harder in the fall? Maybe. I don't know if the outcome would have been different because I was just so far behind. Uh The odds were not in my favor. Yeah, to answer your question, I don't think I would have done it differently. Uh And so the second semester, new start. Yes. Fresh beginning. Yes. First week. When did it start really feeling different? Probably when I was going to class and I was like actually making friends. I was actually clicking in ROTC and meeting people and learning who who people are. And they were like learning who I was finally. It was kind of just like, okay, I know this is... It's going to be okay now. And then I would take exams and I'd be like, okay, everything's fine. Like, I know what's going on. And then I'd met, I'd made new friends in classes. Like, I met Sarah. Like, we're best friends. And we're roommates now. So she's one of my best friends I made. And then one of my friends, Elise, she's an ROTC. And it's like, those are people I hang out with every day now. Like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't get to hang out with those right. people every day. So that's where I, that's when I don't regret my fall semester decision of coming late. Because it's like, if I would have come this school year, like, who's to say I would be friends with them? Like, I probably never would have clicked with them like I did in the spring. That's great. It's like a never give up story. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's always a fresh beginning. I mean, you had so many opportunities to say, okay, no way. I'm, uh-huh. I'm done. That's, this is crazy. Oh, well, I just couldn't. Because then there's always like the people in your life who are like, well, you just got to keep going. What else are you going to do if you don't do it? And it's like, okay, you're right. Because if I'm not at college, what am I going to do? Where do you get your positive outlook on things from? 
it's just the way I was raised. Like my grandma, I love her. <laughs> I spent a lot of my childhood at her house uh-huh. and she's just one of those people. It's just happy to be there, happy to know everybody. That's just the way where I'm from. I feel like a lot of people are like that. It's just your outlook. If I was pessimistic about everything, I would never be happy. So it's like, oh, the opportunity to go meet people and be around people. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll go. I don't care. <laughs> That's Very awesome. well said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now this is your, you're in your second year here at OU. Yes. Engineering major, super hard. Academically, do you still have doubts or is it, what's it feel like? To me, it just, it's like, I don't want to say advanced high school, but it's kind of just, you just feel like as long as you can hold on and pass, I'm like, this might be a really bad mindset of me to have. But at the end of the day, if you pass, everyone's getting the same piece of paper and walking across the same stage and shaking the same person's hand. Uh And everyone will take the cute little photo on college green with your family in your cap and gown. You know what I mean? Uh Whether I get a 2.5 GPA or a 4.0, I'm going to be happy and established in my life with what I'm doing. And for me, that's why you just don't give up. And that's when I, I just know I like what I'm doing. And that's when I really don't worry about the academic part, like, oh, I'm struggling this class. Okay, I get help. Uh-huh. I don't freak out. I freak out, but then I'm like, okay, I can go get help. Because at that point, I know it's on me if I pass or fail. Uh-huh. And I can't really blame anybody else. Do a lot of your close friends, do they have the same sort of mindset? Are they more concerned about whether they get a C in a class versus a B versus an A? The range is with that is wide because I feel like some of my friends are just like, oh, whatever. And then some of them are just really advanced academically and just I feel like some of my friends just they just know what's going on all the time or they're good in certain classes and I'll be like how did you know that and they're like oh I did it in high school I'm like of course you did because yeah. <laughs> some people they go to bigger schools and I feel like when you go to a bigger school sometimes like there's just more opportunity there sure. or just it just depends on where you're from I guess mm-hmm. so some of my friends they're like oh my parents are worried about my grades and my parents are just like just pass we're, we're proud of you uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so ROTC takes up a lot of your time Studying takes up a lot of your time. Friends take up a lot of your time. How do you manage it all? For a while, I thought I would be able to manage all that and have a job. Like, I had convinced myself I could have a job. And at the beginning of the semester, you were like, Elena, that's a lot. I was like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) It wasn't fine, and you were right. (laughs) So recently, I was like, okay, I can't work anymore. So I got rid of one thing. So now it's like I have friends where I have, like, my classes and in ROTC. So it's like the friends balance isn't as difficult because I'm with them all the time anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's like we spend time together all the time. So that balance is fine. It's just like the school ROTC balance is kind of crazy sometimes. Because it'll be like, um, so you have class all day, but we're going to have a meeting at this time. And then you're like, dang it. Like, just <laughs> put it on my schedule, please. <laughs> Let me add that in my phone calendar. You got to get up early in the morning, right, for ROTC? Three days a week, yeah. And how early? It depends on the day. Mostly I wake up at 520 because <laughs> we have to be there before 6. At the field house. But it's only three days a week. And I'm like, okay, the other two days I can sleep. And then... Even when it's cold, correct? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, even when it's cold. But we we dress for it, so Uh it's okay. And we're normally inside, Uh unless we have a ruck with the big backpack. Then that's when we wake up really early, sometimes 3.30 in the morning. Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah. And then we're just on the bike path. That's insane. It is. That's so crazy. Kaylin, you don't get up at 3.30 just every so often? Well, like, the morning, I think I could do. The cold, though, that's where I'm going to draw the line. Like, I just can't do that. Recently, we had went out. They call it FTX. We do it in the fall and the spring. And for whatever reason, it always happens to be cold. Or at least the past two times I've went, uh-huh. it was 
freezing. And so this time I bought wool socks and I thought that would heal all my problems. I was so wrong. It did not cure all my problems and I was still cold. But they didn't make us sleep outside, so that was okay. They did? They didn't. They no. sometimes do? And that's, yeah, that's Well, normal. it's always said yeah. to be in the plan. I haven't had to do it yet. Okay. I'm sure in the spring we will, because we didn't in the fall. But we have sleeping <laughs> bags and stuff. Like, it's doable. Do you do it on campus somewhere? Like, where? Well, when we do FTX, we typically go somewhere else. So last spring we went to Fort Knox. This fall we went to Camp Sherman and Chillicothe. You go to another, like an army base? Yes. Okay. But then for lab, like, we just go up in the ridges, train in the woods. <laughs> and so this past summer you were at home. Yes. I'm assuming no engineering internship because you were just a freshman or did you have? Well, I did an internship in Alabama. I was there most of the summer. It was at a company called I3. It wasn't mechanical engineering things all the time Mm -hmm. because I had been put on the graphic design team just for the sake of the experience. My stepdad had worked there a few years ago and he was like, they do great internship programs. They're a great company. Like you just need to go for the office kind of experience just to see what it's like. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. So I kind of applied to the internship late because I was nervous. Late, I was like, this is a pattern here. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was skeptical of it at first. And then I applied and they were like, well, you're too late for the engineering. Cause I didn't know it was a thing. And then my stepdad and my mom, they kind of brought it up and they were just, you should do it. And then by the time I applied in late in the spring, right. I know it's a pattern. <laughs> Hearing it out loud, it's a pattern. So they were like, well, we can bring you on the graphic design team and you can just see, like, be here, see what we do. And then sometimes we can get you on with the engineering team for like a wind tunnel that's being built or something. Mm-hmm. So then there were days I'd get to go and shadow this other intern. I think he's a third year or a senior in college mm-hmm. for mechanical engineering. Mm-hmm. So I'd get to go shadow him and see what he was doing, which was really cool. And then other days I would just play on like programming sites where they would program. They do like military training, uh-huh. but virtual reality. Uh-huh. So it's like you're virtually in this, it looks like a museum uh-huh. and you can read things for trainings and they do like small unmanned aircraft stuff. Like it was really cool. I mean, as a freshman, that's a great Yeah, great it was a really good experience. So what, what about this coming summer? Do you, have, mm. do you have a plan? I don't have a plan. Or is it too early to have a plan? It's a little too early okay. for my plans. <laughs> I met somebody at Drill recently for the guard, and he told me about an internship. He was like, oh, yeah, our company's looking for interns all the time. I was like, okay, perfect. So next time I go to Drill, I'm going to ask about it, like, where do I apply? So I can be early this time, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about it. And it's closer to Athens, so I can stay in Athens or home this summer uh-huh. instead of going out of state somewhere uh-huh. to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but you have family in Alabama, so. Yeah, so I really don't care if I end up there uh-huh. or if I'm in Ohio. Either way, I like both places. <laughs> uh-huh. You're just getting ready to sign up for classes for next semester, correct? Or have you already done that? I already did that. You already did that. Yeah. <laughs> Not You did it early. I did, <laughs> <right>. on time. <laughs> on time. <laughs> what are you worried about? Calc 2 for sure. I know you're the professor for that, but I'm still worried, so I'm just going to tell you. Okay. From my fall semester last year, I'm just always worried about it now. Like, am I going to have to retake something? How hard is it going to be? Like, I always just worry how much... I don't want to say how much effort, but how difficult is it really going to be this semester as opposed to last semester? I feel like there's really no way to know because I feel like nobody has the exact same schedule. Right. And it just, you never know what's going to pile up. So that's when I get worried. How's this semester currently going? This semester, I I like it a lot, actually. In the beginning, I didn't because I started it with classes at 7.30 and I was going from... ROTC to class, and then classes would go all day long. And then I, when I was trying to work, it was nonstop. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I, was, I think it was nonstop for like 10 hours wow. or 12. Mm-hmm. And I never went back to my dorm. So then I was like, how do I do this? So then I fixed my schedule, and that made everything so much better. And your classes are going more smoothly now? Yes, much more smoothly. And now I have more time to 
study and go to office hours and everything that they encourage, uh -huh. I have more time to do now. All right. You're in your second year, mechanical engineering, two, three years from now. Oh, gosh. I mean, is the is the military <laughs> in your future? Is yes. private mechanical engineering in your future? What do you think well, it's going to be? at least ROTC will be in my future until, like, all the way through college. And then after college, you're kind of subject or you've committed to years after college. I think it's eight. I don't really know. So you're, you're committed to eight years post-college? Yes. So you're committed <laughs> after college, so I'll still be doing that. As of right now, I want to stay National Guard, so then I'll still be at home, and I'll be able to have like a civilian career in mechanical engineering. I don't know what I want to do with it quite yet. I like it so far, and so I know I'll be working in a company somewhere. Like right out of college? Like, but you said you have a commitment, an eight-year commitment? Yes. So what does that comprise of? It's one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer. I sound like a recruiter right now. <laughs> it's what it is. And then possible deployments like out of the country, you know. Mm -hmm. But even then, like companies are supposed to keep your job security. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like they can't get rid of you just because you're in the National Guard. And you've been deployed. Yeah. They can't do anything with your position or uh -huh. they're not supposed to. Yeah. And then you just get paid and I'll be an officer instead of enlisted. Uh -huh. and that just, I feel like it just means you're more in charge, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've gathered from it. You get to tell people what to do instead of being kind told of. what to and do. And you kind of just, you're more in the know. Like uh -huh. a drill right now, I just shadow the lieutenant, the officer, uh -huh. one of the officers. And like you're just in the meetings, you're in the training meetings, you know what's going on in the unit, which I like. I like to know what's going on. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you mentioned Sarah earlier. You're good mm -hmm. friends with Sarah. When and how did you meet her? We met in pre-calc because we're sat in the pods. I call them pods. It's like the little four, groups of four, and everybody works together because then it's kind of like you bounce knowledge off of each other or lack of knowledge <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and we met because two of our group mates, sometimes they weren't there. And a lot of the time it was just Sarah and me there together, but we sat diagonal, but we were always like, okay, we have to get like sit next to each other because we're the only two here. And I think by the end of the semester, we were the only two in class most of the time. In so, your group. Yes. Yeah. And we had all added each other on Snapchat. We had numbers and Sarah and I would just text and she'd be like, Hey, I'm going to go to lunch. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we ended up clicking really fast just because we just always had something to talk about. I don't really know why, but it's, guess what happened in my day today? Guess what this person said? And it was just one of those friends that you just click with almost immediately, uh -huh. which was really nice. That was the beginning of your second semester last yes. year. Uh -huh. And then one day she's talking about chemistry. I was like, oh, what chemistry you're in? And we figured out we have the exact same lecture. And so then we sat together in chemistry. And like the semester starts at the end of January. Mm -hmm. I had a Snapchat memory the other day that like popped up and it was like random and I clicked on it and it was from February and we had become friends that fast and we're sitting next to each other like shopping for Legos during chemistry. Shopping for Legos during <laughs> <Yeah>. chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny stuff like that. Uh -huh. Like we just have a lot of the same interests uh -huh. and that's why we click so fast. Did I you think. end up getting Legos? No, I didn't. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and now you guys are still good friends now. Yeah. Now we're roommates. <laughs> that's great. All right. Minford. Yes. Small town. How yes. many in your graduating class? I think there were 112. Okay. Yeah. Small, but not yeah. the smallest. Not the smallest. I know there's much smaller. Uh -huh. <laughs> Academically, you said like you're in engineering classes now. Academically, yeah. how is taking classes here at OU similar or different than taking them in um, high school? In high school, it was kind of, you were with a lot of the same people all the time. Because it was kind of just based on how well you did. I felt like it was based on how well you did academically. Uh -huh. And obviously you have like the state testing. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just felt like a pattern 
like, oh, I'm always with these friends in these classes. At least that's how it felt freshman and sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And I had went to a school in eighth grade because I had lived with my mom and stepdad in eighth grade and half a ninth grade. And in that graduating class at that school, there were 500 kids. And I went there and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so then when I moved back to Minford halfway through ninth grade, I was kind of put in classes with friends I hadn't really been with in middle school. I made more friends when I came back in ninth grade, I felt like. They were just different groups. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, this is still fun. But then when you choose your classes, like junior and senior year, you do more of what you want as far as CCP, like the College Credit Plus, mm -hmm. dual enrollment. So then just being with the same people, like now I'm in classes and I still feel like I see the same people often. Uh -huh. I might not talk to them, but I see them. I'm like, okay, I know you from this class and this other class. So that's when it's the same. But as far as different, I feel like just size. Uh -huh. Did you do any sports or any other activities in high school? In high school, I ran track or I tried to run track and I played golf. Also a trying thing because <laughs> uh -huh. my dad played golf. <laughs> uh -huh. You said I try to do track. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm really slow. <laughs> <laughs> But the coach, he was, he's one of my favorite people and he was so nice and he'd just be like, you just need to run faster. And I was like, I'm trying. <laughs> and how was golf? Once again, it was the track coach and the golf coach were the same. Okay. And he was just like, you're not good, but I'm going to let you play extra and you just go have fun. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> Kaylin was a high school golfer as well. Were you good? No. I mean, my parents got me lessons, so I got a little <laughs> bit better, but I still just like, I just, I don't think I cared enough. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to practice ever. No. So like, I think that was the issue. <laughs> That'll hinder success, I think, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but it was just fun to be with friends. Yeah, it's just fun to be on the team, mostly. Nice social yeah. outlet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all sports were for me, really, was just the social aspect. Because uh -huh. track meets, you just go, you run your one event, and it's just like that two minutes of pain and then every, everything else is just like uh, hey how have you been <laughs> and here at OU do you have another like uh, physical activity outlet besides ROTC I go to F45 uh -huh. which is really fun and a lot of people I say that and they're like what is that I'm like it's like CrossFit hit training type of deal it's like less intense CrossFit uh -huh. which I think is fun <laughs> I mean you're at least what our third or fourth person we've talked to who's doing F45 really huh is it hasn't been that many? I think it has been that many. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I started that because over the summer I went to CrossFit, and I, I love it. Like, the community is just fun, and everybody's so nice. Uh -huh. And so when I came here, I was like, I need the equivalent. Like, I need that. Because it's like if it's a set class, I'll go. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And if I'm sore and I sweat, then I know it's working. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you go most days? Yes. I, I think a couple weeks in a row I've been going five days. Great. And it's kind of just known, like, that's where I am at 6.30 p.m. <laughs> 6.30 p.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and about 10 or 15 others? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a couple of my friends I've made, they're, one girl, she's an OU alumni, and she just works close to here now, so uh -huh. she'll go. And the other girl I met, she's working on her doctorate. So then it's me and, like, two 25-year-olds. <laughs> that you're working out together with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the same pod. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll get there. I'll be like, okay, where are we starting? And then we'll just catch up about our day, which is just funny to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That makes, that makes the hard work yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. Elena? Yes. Thank you so much. Of Thanks. course. This has been great. <laughs> Sharing your positivity, your sunshine with everyone. Thanks. I mean, that, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There it was, and even better than the last. I mean, actually, you know what? They're all really good. I can't say one's better right. than the other. I don't like sounding like a broken record, but these students that we're talking to really have great stories, 
and they have so much important information to share with our audience that I think our audience has got to be benefiting from these things they're hearing. Elena was, she's just so positive. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, she's okay with struggling, and she's okay with knowing she might not succeed. Yeah. And she just knows that falling down is going to be part of the process. She's okay with that. It doesn't bother her or phase her that much at all. She sees the brighter side of things. That is serving her so well, and that will continue to serve her so well throughout her life. Yeah, she seems to handle the stress so well. To know that there's a higher chance of me failing than actually succeeding, I don't know if I could handle that and keep going and keep trying, but she's just, it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, and again, she gets knocked down. She's not worried about getting back up. She will get back up, mm-hmm. and she'll be better off for it. Yeah, and she's like, it's not an option to not. Right. She just knows <laughs> if I do, I'm going to keep going. Amazing. This is something that's come across a lot of the students that we've talked to have this sort of attitude, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they are going to get knocked down. They're okay with getting knocked down. They're going to get back up and be better off for it. Right. That's great to hear. Every high school student needs to hear that right now. Every student who's getting ready to start college needs to hear that right now. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And it's okay. I feel like I would need a little bit of time and some people to be like, you should keep going. Like, I need to be convinced a little bit that I should keep going, but uh-huh. they're just, they just know it's Right. There's no other there's no other route. Yeah. That's what they're gonna do. Kaylin, this is it. Our last episode for the semester. Where we will be back better than ever. Might be a few weeks. We don't know the schedule yet. That'll that'll come. That does it. So all of our listeners should Thank, keep doing what? Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Please like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at College on the Mind. And we're going to give a big shout out to Andy and her Matt. Yep. Nothing's Thank- possible without Andy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. This whole semester, he's been great. Yeah. Interesting on that. Outside of this environment, I've been, people have said to me, you guys sound so good. Like it sounds professional. Yeah. I don't know how Andy does it, but he does something that makes us sound better at least for me i know better than i am yeah it's <laughs> so thanks, <crazy>. Andy. <laughs> i think the first time we came in here and we tried recording and we were like maybe we could do this like maybe we could <laughs> we could edit it ourselves but uh we were very wrong <laughs> no way yep <laughs> so thanks for listening all semester yes thank you guys so much we will be back yes bye everybody it's been a great ride bye <laughs>